guys, we have a new show for you today. It's based on a new character called Arachnoduck. Nah, I can't do that. I'm still a DW guy. All right, guys, welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and... I'm Mike Russo, and I think we can all get our cookies on this one. <laughs> hey, Mike, man, how's it been going, man? Um, It's fine. It's fine, you know, hanging in there, you know. Okay. So, Mike, for people who are listening to us for the first time, where can they check out our podcast, man? Okay, so our podcast, of course, is St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. We are all over the place. Uh, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on Google Play, uh, Apple devices. We are on Pocket Cast. We are on Radio Publix. You, we are also on YouTube. You can uh, talk into your Amazon Echo. We are on there, too. Uh, you can find us on Pandora and iHeartRadio. Again, we are literally everywhere. You have so many choices. It ain't even funny. <laughs> you used to have that list down packed, but once we got added to like four or five more, now it's like I can tell you're struggling a little bit. <laughs> I, I got to slow down so I can remember them all. <laughs> all right. Well, Mike, uh, I got three shout outs I want to give today. We got some new people who joined our Facebook group and stuff and been pretty active. Uh, one of them is also on YouTube. Uh, we got Sunny Eclipse. Uh, we got Mookie Lacey and Denise Magnuson. Not sure if I pronounced her last name right, but Denise inboxed me a photo of a Quacker Jack comic she did with me involved in it. I saw that. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so those are my three shout outs, man. All right. Well, welcome, guys. Thank you for being a part of our uh, our little project here. Yeah, and we appreciate all the newcomers, man. We've had... We jumped from like 612 to 860 in like in a week, man. Right. Yeah. We yeah. Had, we had mentioned we were hoping we would get to a thousand soon, and we got we're getting close. Yeah, we're getting there, man. So we appreciate all the growth, everybody who's liking, sharing, commenting. Like, we appreciate it all. So even if you're on Instagram, YouTube, it don't matter. We appreciate it, man. And what will what we suggest everyone do? Don't don't copy and paste things we post on our Facebook group. Share them, share mm -hmm. them in places, share them in groups, share them on your own profiles, because when you share, it gets people right back to our Facebook group mm -hmm. and and through that to our podcast. So we grow much faster that way. We really appreciate when people share. Yeah, we really do. All right. Well, Mike, man, um, I'm leaving this weekend. Yes, you have the first of many, many conventions you are going to this year. Yeah, man, I'm leaving this weekend. I'm going to Pensacola, uh, Pensacola, Florida. Uh, I'll be at Pensacon working with Katie Lee. Woohoo! Yeah, and there, there's a certain Mallard guy who will be there also, so I'm hoping I can get some luck with him too. What's his name again? Jim Goings? Jim <laughs> Cummings. I think it's yeah. Cummings. <laughs> yeah, so I got that coming up uh, this weekend. Uh, next month, I'm going to Lexington, Kentucky. It's, I believe it's called the Lexington Toy and Comic Con. And I'll have Terry McGovern there again. And uh, Jim who? What's his name again? I, I think it was Cummings. Yeah, the Jim Cummings. I yeah. know. He's he's some guy. He voiced the duck. I, I don't know. <laughs> so that's coming next month in March. End and of then, March, right? Yeah, end of March. And then in April, I'll be in Huntsville, Alabama. And I'll finally get to meet a foul villain by the name of Steel Beak, voiced by Rob Paulson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's good for you. Good for you. <laughs> I have a buddy who collects Funko Pops like crazy, and he said he thinks he's going to spend about $300 just on Rob Paulson. 
<laughs> um, just Funko Pops. He said uh, he had the Marvin the Martian, uh, Pinky from Pinky in the Brain. Yakko, I'll bet. Uh-huh, Yakko. Uh, it was uh, quite a few more he said he had. It was, he said it was like two to $300 worth of autographs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a Yakko hanging around. Maybe I'll send it to you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I got that one coming up in April. And then in May, there's no Darkwing uh, at Momocon, but we get a little Disney afternoon. Um, uh, Jason Marsden will be there from uh, Goof Troop. Well, no, he was not on Goof Troop. He was on the Goofy movie. Yes, Goofy movie, extremely Goofy movie, all of that. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Love him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how to pronounce his, pronounce his last name. Brett, uh, the one who does the voice of Mickey. Oh, uh, Brett. Oh my God, I'm I'm blanking on it. Well, I'm blanking on it. So I, yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. The the current voice of Mickey Mouse. Yeah, yeah the he'll be there. That is that is cool. Yes. That is very cool. And then we got one more show in the middle of June from the 12th to the 14th in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Uh, Sci-Fi Valley Con. Jim's gonna be there. Uh, that's that one's finally gonna be close enough to me that I can make it. So I'll meet Jim then. Okay. Make sure you remind me to mail you that poster I got signed for you to get his autograph on. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Okay. All so right. We, well, have, we have something going on every month, every every month until the end of June. Yeah, man. All right. So, Mike, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. What's today's episode, man? A ducky phobia. A ducky phobia. And um, yeah, that title, that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, arachnophobia, um, that's not just a uh, fear of spiders. That was also the name of a 1990 film with John Goodman in it. Have you seen that one? Yep. So they definitely, I think more so than the uh, the, the the phobia, that's where they're getting it from. It's from the movie that was relatively new at the time. Yeah. So a, duck, a ducky phobia. And um, that one aired Monday, October 7th, 1991. It was 18th in production order. It was only two episodes later than Dark Double Dark Wings. And that was the last one with uh, Jambalaya Jake. And this is the last one with Moliarty. Hmm. And both those episodes came right after Bushroot and Megavolt were introduced. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> All right. And who's our animator today? Sun Wu. Our story editor is Kevin Crosby Hops and our writers, Doug Langdale. Um, two men that we have talked about. I would say not one of Doug Langdale's greater episodes, but it's still decent. Yeah. And... Um, it's not a great episode. It's not a bad episode. It's, it's, it's to me, it's slightly below, not not below average. Slightly, it's uh, middle of the road. Kind, yeah, a little bit slightly in the middle of the road. Yeah, and same can be said from Sun Wu's animation. It's fine. It's okay. I don't have any complaints. Mm-hmm. But that's middle of the road too. Yeah. But it's it's another one of those episodes you can tell they were hanging on to until Justice Ducks aired, and now they're burning them off. Mm-hmm. Well, you we know, got a, we got a special uh, voice guest today on this episode. Yeah, we actually have a big one. We'll talk about him as soon as his character shows up. So let's just dive right into the plot here. All right. Um. So we get a we get a guard sleeping on the job. <laughs> yeah, a guard sleeping on a job, and then all of a sudden we see something digging underground. And it's Moliarty. <laughs> For a second there, Will, I. Th- Thought it was going to be Bugs Bunny saying he took a left turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> I was a little disappointed when Moliarty showed up. I was really hoping for Bugs. But um, because it's set up that way. You see the tunnel digging underground, just like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah, and he breaks into a lab with one of his lackeys. 
Yeah, Moldy already shows up a couple of lackeys. They're wearing radiation suits. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Moliarty's after something. He doesn't say what it is exactly right away. Yeah. He has to break into a lock. He does this thing where he pulls out a calculator, does these really, like, technical calculations on it, and then pulls out a, ma- a mallet and smashes the lock. Yeah. And inside <laughs> of the vault, we see a, what do you call it, a canardium? Canardium. It's a highly radioactive isotope. And I do like Moliarty's line here. He tells one of his lackeys... It could kill you till you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) It can kill you till you're dead. (laughs) And um, I I said it when we way back when, way back in August. Can you believe it's been that long when we reviewed uh, That Sinking Feeling, how I don't love Moliarty, but I do love Jim's voice work for him. Mm -hmm. That mush mouth voice. Um, We get a lot of that in this one. So that line, it can kill you till you're dead. It's funny on its own, but just the way Jim says it, it's great. Oh, yeah. And we see a little spider. He's not little too much longer, though. Not too much longer, but I will mention that (laughs) I know we saw Archie was a more realistic spider. This Mm -hmm. spider's a bit more um, anthropomorphic. He actually looks like a little... He doesn't look like Archie. He looks like, you know, he's got arms, he's got legs, he's got got orange hair. Yeah. He's, He's more cartoony than Archie is. Definitely is. So... You know, uh, Moriarty steps out of the vault with some of the Carnardian, and who should show up but Darkwing? No, I am the Terror this time. Not at all in this episode. Mm-mm. Yep, and um, a couple of you know, there's an oyster and a uh, clam pun they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as the lackeys beat up Darkwing in Launchpad, it's funny how the um, his lackeys jump on Darkwing and he reaches out of the, the fight cloud and grabs Launchpad and pulls him in. Yeah, Launchpad was just lounging over there. He was just hanging out. <laughs> and I do like what happens next. Moliarty goes back into the Canardium vault, and right before his eyes, he sees the spider grow. Yeah. And Moliarty goes, oh, mother, and runs right out of the door of the vault, leaves a, leaves a hole in the wall. Yeah, the big, his big print. <laughs> so let's talk about this spider. All right, go for it. I know you so, want to do this one. I, I do want to do this one. Um, so the spider was voiced by an actor named Lorenzo Music, who was a legend. Oh, yeah. He was born in 1937. Sadly, he passed away in 2001 at the age of 64. So he really wasn't that old. Um, for most people who don't follow cartoons, he was most well known as um, a character named Carlton the Doorman from the TV show Rhoda from 1974 to 1978. But for us, you know, cartoon nerds, he is most well-known. What he'll always be famous for was the voice of Garfield. Mm -hmm. He voiced Garfield from 1982 until his death. Mm. He voiced Garfield for, I say, almost 30 years. I didn't know he voiced him that long, man. 20 years, 20 years. I'm off by a decade. Okay. But yeah, he was the voice of Garfield, and he did do some Disney work. Um, you you know of one of his characters, Tummy Gummy. Yes, he was Tummy Gummy. Tum, tummy Gummy. Ooh, that's a tongue twister. Um, <laughs> one of the Gummy Bears. That was his biggest Disney role. He was also Sergeant Dunder on uh, Tailspin. Oh. Remember him alongside Michael Goff's uh, Colonel Spigot. Yep. It was Spigot and Sergeant Dunder. So those <laughs> were so Tummy Gummy, Sergeant Dunder, and this one-shot spider were uh, Lorenzo Music's big uh, Disney roles. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this spider's a pacifist. He's very sweet. 
You know, Lorenzo does it. I think he does a pretty good job with the voice. He's a very yeah. sweet spider. He doesn't want to hurt anybody. Um, so Darkwing it goes to attack the spider. He does the karate moves on it. He starts and, imitating Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah. And what does the spider do to Darkwing? He bites him. Right on the thumb. He bites him on the thumb. And uh, the spider's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. Why don't we just, you know, let's make up and be friends, okay? <laughs> and um, But Darkwing still wants to fight. So the spider webs them up. Him and Launchpad, yeah. And Launchpad. So Moliarty gets a great idea to make this spider his lackey. Mm-hmm. But Moliarty has to be nice to the spider, which yeah. he's not, which, you know, it's not in his nature to be nice to the spider. But he does because he has a big master plan that we don't quite find out yet. Yeah, but what convinced him to really do it, though, was the, the, the strength, strength of the, the web. Yeah, mm-hmm. strongest yeah. steel. He has a very strong webbing. So Moliarty, the moles, and the spider leave. And I love, um, I'm going to give a shout out to the backgrounds here. They cut to the house, mm-hmm. but you can tell it's like the sun is just rising. Like, have you ever been up all night and you're up so late that you're up when the sun starts to rise? Yeah. Like, there's that feeling to the shot of the house with just the sun's just coming out and the shadows in the kitchen. Like, you can tell, like, the sun's just coming up and Darkwing and Launchpad have just gotten home. You know, he's – it's funny. Darkwing's not wearing his hat or his cape. Like he's just wearing the jacket. Yeah. So I didn't even I didn't even notice that though. No, you didn't notice he wasn't wearing his cape. No, I didn't notice it. I think it's to make what happens next read better visually. Yeah. We, we know what's about to happen. <laughs> um. So Launchpad's tying up his thumb. And then Launchpad and Honk. I mean, not Launchpad. Goslin and Honker show up. Goslin's very first line always makes me laugh. She walks into the house with Honker, and we get the tail end of her conversation with him. She says, well, if you can't build a rocket launcher, do you know anything about thermal explosives? (laughs) She's always getting into something mischief. Lord only knows what she wanted Honker to do. (laughs) So they come in, and they see that, you know, that Launchpad's tying up Darkwing's thumb, and Darkwing mentioned he was bitten by a little spider. It's not not a big deal, whatever. And what happens as Darkwing's talking? He grows four more arms. <laughs> he doesn't notice it at first. Uh-uh. And he's like, on the one hand, Moliarty did this. On the other hand, Moliarty did that. On the other hand, other hand? <laughs> this is this is just a great bit. He looks at his other four extra arms and he screams so loud and so long it can be heard from outer space. Mm-hmm. Like the screen like pulls out from the house and pulls out from St. Canard and pulls out from the Earth and pulls into a planet with an alien who can actually hear him screaming. <laughs> it's a really great joke. It is. It's a good one. Because I think I would scream like that if something like that happened to me. Yeah. Um, but there's an ongoing joke that it hasn't started yet, Mike. I just I just want to say it so bad. Mm-hmm. It has to do – I'm just going to say this little teaser. It has to do with number six. <laughs> yes, number six. So – and it's going to happen soon because they go up to the they go up to the bridge and, you know, the Darkwing's trying to figure out, like, what to do about this, this problem. He's got six arms now. What does he do? And uh, Honker's going through the books to try to find a cure. Yep. And um and Launchpad of course is um he's making the hand jokes. <laughs> yeah, Launchpad's also raising the thunderquack, and you know something is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. 
and he's making the hand jokes and honkers trying to find a cure and everything. And, um, and, uh, yes, now number six, number six starts to strangle him. Yeah. Number six is the hand that won't cooperate. Yeah. Honkers, uh, Honkers trying to find the antidote at this time. Right. And he, that's when he discovers it has to be from the same type of spider, the exact same type of spider. Yeah. And, um, Darkwing has no patience for Honker. Did you catch that? Honker is like stammering. Mm-hmm. And Darkwing goes, Honker, I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he needs the same type of spider. And of course, the Thunderquack falls on him when number six grabs onto the uh, lever and drops it on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see, really quickly, he grabs a hard hat and puts it on just before he's crushed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, that's when he finds out there's trouble at the mall. Hey, wait, we just saw them all. It's fine. I didn't think we'd see them all again so fast. I know, right? But this time it did look different, though, from the other two episodes I mentioned. Yeah, and we only see one store really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moliart is in a fan blade store stealing fan blades. You know, again, we don't know his master plan. We just know it needs fan blades and canardium. Mm-hmm. And apparently this, you know, this webbing. So Moliarty and his lackey stealing fan blades. And then all of a sudden... Darkwing shows up again. And what happens with Darkwing? What happens when he shows up? Well, they already discovered he has six arms. Yeah, Darkwing raises his arms, and you see the four other arms in there. Mm-hmm. And then the arms, I like this bit of animation from Sun Wu when the arms just go crazy and start slapping him in the face and strangling <laughs> him. And, and um, you know, he, he has no control of those extra arms. Yeah, he gets all wrapped up, literally. <laughs> yeah, it allows Moliarty and his goons to escape. So Darkwing has to search for Moliarty. He's got a magnifying glass in each hand, so he has six magnifying glasses. He <laughs> finds a hole in the ground, and apparently this mall does not have a basement <laughs> because he's able to jump underground. Mm-hmm. And um, take it from here, what happens next? Well, he jumps in the tunnel and he gets in a scuffle. But his yep. arms get tied up again. <laughs> again. They get tied up again. And Moliarty kicks him down another hole where he is beaten up by, like, four goons with, like, spiked clubs. <laughs> like, they they, they, pa- they pound the bejesus out of him right now. Yeah. And I'm going to throw out that um, most of these mole lackeys are voiced by Jim. There is one mole, I think Jim is going for, like, a Lou Costello voice. And, um... Interesting little bit of trivia. Jim did a spider on a Rescue Rangers episode with that exact same Lou Costello voice. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, he's doing um, a mole in this episode where there's also a spider. <laughs> and one one mole, really quick, I'll throw, I mentioned this one voice actor super quick. It's got to be him. It's not listed on IMDb who this voice actor Mark Dobson voiced. But the only character who doesn't sound like Jim Cummings in this episode is one mole. And Mark Dobson um, was a voice actor. All I'm going to say about him, he was the uncredited voice of Salacious Crumb, that little goblin thing that hangs out with Jabba the Hutt in The Empire Strikes Back. Ah. And he was also the voice of many of the Gremlins in the two Gremlins movies. Okay. So he's here voicing a very insignificant mole. But, you know, I want to I want to give credit to every voice actor when they show up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the moles beat up Darkwing. And then we cut to the sewer where we don't see Jambalaya Jake, thank God. <laughs> and um, what are LP Goslin and Honker doing down in the sewer? They're trying to find that exact type of spider. Do they find it? Yeah, they do. They do. So the chase is on. 
Mm-hmm. Very, very short scene. Just long enough for them to see the spider and chase after it. Yeah. So, Darkwing needs a new identity. Arachno Duck is born. <laughs> we are not going to see the hat, cape, mask, and uh, jacket again for the rest of this episode. He is a new superhero. He is Arachno Duck. And, and this looks- is where he officially gives the arms numbers. <laughs> yeah. And he looks at the camera and he goes... You heard right, Arachno, a duck. <laughs> um, if he's going to be his new superhero, he's going to go 100% into it. Um, so, yeah, he's Arachno duck, you know, red, black, and yellow costume, you know, skin tight, you know, legally distinct from Spider-Man. <laughs> and I will get into that at the end of this this discussion. I'm getting to that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so but he's still riding the rat catcher. He has to get around somehow. Actually, a couple of cool scenes of him on the rat catcher driving through St. Canard. Yeah. And he crashes into some cars, flies off the rat catcher, and gets stuck in a giant spider web. <laughs> what else is in the spider web? Uh, helicopters. But yes. No propellers. No prope- propellers. Yep. And along comes Moliarty with the spider in his helicopter, and Darkwing discovers he has a new ability. He can web. He, he's he's not really good. He's he's just good enough to bring down the helicopter. Mm-hmm. And that's about all he can do with it. Because he starts choking and spitting up webbing all over himself and ties himself up. Mm-hmm. And Moliarty has a great line. He goes, I'm sure there's a fascinating explanation for all of this. <laughs> now, there was one thing that kind of bothered me here. Um mm-hmm. Mike, I don't know if I missed it or something, right. but he he got their helicopter down when he was when he first learned how to web, but then it was like Moliarty just left, and the webbing was gone off the propellers on his helicopter. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it, it, I was like, wasn't his propellers just covered in web, and then like the next scene it was gone. They probably just forgot to draw it in, <laughs> and then he you know, just he... took off. Yeah, he just took off with the spider. And Darkwing too, because Darkwing's all tied up. Mm-hmm. In his own webbing. Yep. Because he was still oh. trying to practice with it. Oh, no. He, they, no, they don't. They don't take Darkwing with them. That's later. The yeah. two of them do leave. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Darkwing finds them later underground with a Geiger counter. Yeah. Because Moliarty's finally put his master plan together. It's a giant device covered in fan blades called the Windomatic, powered by a Canardian generator. What is his plot? Well... He, he wants the wind to be so powerful to destroy everyone on Earth except the people underground. And who lives underground? The moles. The moles. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's his plan. And um, so Darkwing, of course, you know, he shows up. Darkwing tries to do the webbing thing again. Nothing comes out. He's out of webbing. He says, minor setback. And, um, and so the spider webs him up. Mm-hmm. And Moldy already ties Darkwing to the machine and pretty much turns on the fans and Darkwing's floating up in the air like a kite. Yep. The spider's holding on to him like a kite. <laughs> yeah, the spider's kind of cute with that. Uh, he's holding it like a kite. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Thunderquack shows up. We get the Thunderquack all of a sudden. And uh, Launchpad Gaz and Honk are in the Thunderquack. And... It- but they crashed, so we get an old school launch pad here. It's not really his fault though. The nah, the windomatic blows off the canopy, then it blows off the wings, and it's a violent crash. Like the thunderquack like crashes to the roof of the building, and I mean everyone's okay, but wow, that was like that it that thing drops right to the ground and explodes. Yeah, but then Gosling she shows the 
arachno duck that she has the spider and loses it. Yeah, she loses it quick. <laughs> Flies right out of her hands. And it looks like everyone's in trouble. Everyone's floating. Everyone's going to be blown away. And then Moliarty cuts Darkwing's string. Mm-hmm. And Darkwing almost, uh, he almost gets sucked into a fan blade. Yeah. Until but, what is, number six no, comes to the rescue. Yeah, but he thought number six was about to do him, do him wrong. <laughs> no, number six redeems itself. What does it do? Uh, he threw the the ga- uh, the gas gun at the at the lever. Yep, shuts off the machine. But at first, Darkwing was mad when he threw the gas gun. <laughs> no, yeah, then he realizes uh, he realizes he saved the day, but he actually has not saved the day just yet mm-hmm. because shutting off the machine has not stopped the generator, which is now overloading with the radioactive canardium, which is probably just going to blow up the city. Yep. And Moliarty's kind of getting off on that idea. You know, if he can't, if he can't blow away everybody, he might as well just blow up the city. But um, the spider decides to web, web everybody up and save the day. Yep, he wanted to take one for the team because he he blames himself for everything. Yeah, it's sweet. He's like, I caused this mess and I'm gonna stop it. He goes, this dangerous radio radio. What does he say? Um, radio actors in there. Yeah, radio actors. <laughs> <laughs> Honker's like, I think he means radioactivity. Yeah. And uh, actually, spider- Launchpad caught, caught it first. He said, Radio actors? <laughs> yeah, Launchpad was confused. And um, so the spider goes into the generator. He does shut it off and he does save the day at the very last second. Mm-hmm. It comes out, shrinks back to normal. He's a tiny little spider again. And it's just what they need to save Darkwing. Mm-hmm. And Darkwing gets a line. He says to Moliarty, Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. <laughs> and that, that, of course, is uh, that that's a quote that's like at least 200 years old. Um, I, I actually researched it just to see like where that came from. Yeah, it's it's a super old quote. Have you have you heard it before? Uh-uh. Yeah, no, they didn't make it up. It's actually from something. So, yeah, Moliarty's defeated. The spider is tiny again. The The, the day is saved. But are they given Drake the uh, the antidote yet? Not yet. No, not yet. Those LP aren't coming w- handy, right? Yeah, LP wants to keep them longer. <laughs> well, what is Drake in the kitchen doing? He's washing the, the dishes, and they're piled up, man. <laughs> yep. And how do we end? What does number six do? He drops the plate. Drops the plate. We end. He's holding <laughs> his hand. He goes, number six. And then his hand drops like it's ashamed of itself. Yeah, man. we don't even see him go back to normal yet. They're, they'll get to it eventually. Mm-hmm. So um, we really did blow through this episode. Um, it's not one of the best ones. I will admit that it's not all that great. It's 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 all right. I mean, the spider is fun. I like the spider. There was one scene, Mike, um, when uh, Darkwing's arachno duck and he's uh, number six saves him from the propeller. He jumps in the air and does a pose. That pose remind you of Mighty Mouse? It really did to me, man. A little bit. I'd have to go back and check it out again. You did mention Mighty Mouse, and I, mm-hmm. I, I could probably definitely see it. I'm sure Mighty Mouse was a big part of everyone's childhood who was working on this film, this mm-hmm. show. So I can definitely, <laughs> I can definitely see it. Okay. But I do want to address a very small elephant, elephant in the room. Um, basically, it's a Dumbo-sized elephant. I have heard from a bunch of people that this episode was banned. And I have found no evidence of that. People have said it was banned for um, copyright reasons because he was too close to Spider-Man. 
Really? But again, I found no evidence of it because this episode aired all the time in syndication when it was on the Disney afternoon. I feel like it was always on. My bootleg copy, it says Toon Disney right there in the corner because it aired on Toon Disney clearly. And if it was a copyright reason, the DVDs came out long before Disney bought Marvel. Mm-hmm. So if it was a copyright reason, it never would have been on Disney uh, DVD. So, yeah, it's weird. I have heard that before, that this episode was banned. And, again, absolutely no evidence of that. I don't think it was banned at all. I mean, it's a parody. I've never heard of that, that it was banned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I I never heard that, man. Uh, You you think that's one of those things that was just like a rumor when kids are in school and it became telephone? I think it's possible. Maybe it didn't air very much on Toon Disney, and maybe someone was like, I haven't seen this episode in a while. <gasps> it must have been banned because of Spider-Man, and everybody picked up on it, and it became, okay. an, and it became an internet ru- rumor. I mean, there is precedent for it. Um, I will mention a Dexter's Lab cartoon. Now, are you familiar with Dexter's Lab? I, I know what it is, seen a few episodes, but I'm not a hardcore fan of it. The, sh- the show had a, a side segment starring the Justice Friends. They were parodies of the Hulk and Captain America and Thor. And there was an episode with a, a superhero called the Silver Spooner. Mm-hmm. It was based on the Silver Surfer, but he was obviously gay. Mm. And there was a complaint, and Cartoon Network banned that cartoon for licensing copyright reasons. Mm-hmm. So it's possible maybe people were thinking of that and thought, oh, well, this is a Arachnoduck. It's obviously Spider-Man. We can't, you know, they, they, they're they going to ban it, obviously. That's why we haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. But no, I have way too much evidence on my side that the episode was not banned. I mean, it's, a, it's you know, just okay. I figured I'd mention it because I've heard it before. But okay. let's move on from that and give the episode our gas canister rating. All right. I'll start us off this time, Mike. Um, I'm going to start off. I'm going to give it a two. Okay. I'm going to give it a two. What I liked about the episode Launchpad throughout the whole episode, he's hilarious from not jumping in the fight at the very beginning for the hands on joke for catching on the radioactive throughout the whole episode. Launchpad is just hilarious to me. I do Um, agree with that. Yeah, I, I definitely like him. The spider. I like the spider. The spider's cool. They never named him, though, did they? No, um, I think it's just Spider. I know Moliarty calls him Spidey Poo a couple of times, but I, I doubt that was his official name. He's just the Spider. Yeah, the number six running joke, I thought that was hilarious how, like, number six was just never reliable mm-hmm. <laughs> until except for one scene. <laughs> so, but, you know, I started thinking sometimes it was number six intention was to the save the or hit the lever. I I don't know. Sometimes you wonder, did number six just throw the gas gun and did it accidentally hit the lever? It was a happy accident. <laughs> you know, so those are the good things I like. Moliarty, and then don't really care for him too much. I mean, uh, you can see straight away why this was the last time we saw him, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just, there's nothing to him. Yeah, the, the whole propeller thing, I didn't see how it was going to destroy the whole Earth. It was pretty big, but the whole Earth in that one spot where it was, you know, the window-matic, I'm like, eh, not really mm. working for me. The Arachno, baked Yeah, the Arachno-Duck, I, I prefer Darkwing, but for of one course. episode, I'm fine with Arachno-Duck. It was funny, you know? This is, um, I don't know how many times it happens. I really think it's maybe like one one more time. But every time Darkwing gets a superpower, it just does not go the way he hopes it would. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
he's not a very good superhero as a rack and the duck. And you know what happens when he gets the power of super speed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that, that backfire is even worse. He's Darkwing is not meant to have superpowers. So yeah. I'm going to give this one a two as well. Okay. Um, a lot of the same reasons you did. I think Launchpad is very funny. Again, the spider's cute. Uh, the stuff with number six is clever. I think Sun Wu's animation, just it's not flashy, but the character animation is fine. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure animating six pairs of hands at the exact same time is tough. Hands are the hardest things to draw. They're even harder to animate. And to have six of them all moving at the same time, that's got to be tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they did a good job of it. There's no, there's no animation in this one I think is bad. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think it's fine. Um, but you're right about Moliarty. I think the plan is very half-baked. Um, and he's not a villain who really benefits from multiple appearances. I think once was enough in that sicking feeling. We did not need to see him again. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm sure you agree with me. Oh, yeah. He is going to show up one, one more time at the very end of the syndicated run. But it, it's like <laughs> a very minor cameo. So this is the last time he's going to be like the major focus of an episode. And it's like, it's not a it's not a shame. But he was Darkwing's first adversary. Yeah. You know, it's like I, they could have maybe done more with him, but I, I guess his I guess his shtick that he wants to conquer the surface world is like a one trick pony kind of thing. How many times is he going to try to do that? Yeah. I mean, at least with Quackerjack, you get all the toys and Bushroot, you have all the plants and Megavolt's just demented and you could do more with that. Mm-hmm. Like Moliarty feels like a relic, like there's not much to him. Yeah, everything just on the ground with him. Yeah, and that's really it. I mean, he was fun. I mean, he was fun I mean, the first time, and that's really about it. I mean, that sinky feeling, it makes sense to have him, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. it, it totally made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Jambalaya Jake, you see it's like a character they really didn't, weren't really enjoying, clearly. And so this is the end of him. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's uh, Ducky Phobia. All and right. uh, we are moving on. All right, so what what episode we got next, Mike? Um, another one. It's called "When Aliens Collide." Okay. Which it's a decent a one, one. Yeah, we get a one-shot villain. It's a it's a pretty decent episode for uh, Goslin and Honker. It's really like it's their story more than Darkwing's. So we get a little shift here. We get to see Goslin, Honker, and Tank. Mm-hmm. And they um, it's it's an it's an all right episode. We all have plenty to say about that when we get there. Okay. And so, yeah, that's it. That's our episode today. All right. So, Mike, uh, where can the fans find you at, man? I'm on Facebook, uh, Mike Russo. And, you know, that hasn't changed. If you message me, I'll message back. If you um, want to friend me, and I <laughs> sometimes I'm late on, like, friending people. I don't always notice people are trying to friend me. But I'll try to check my uh, my, my friend requests a little bit more often. Um, but that's it. Really just Facebook. How about you? Yeah, I'm also on Facebook. Um we're also on Facebook as, you know, for the podcast, uh, St. Canard Files, the Darkwing Duck podcast. Uh, we're also on Instagram. On Instagram, we're just the St. Canard Files. Mm. No, the, just St. Canard Files. We're on there. Uh, I've been pretty active on Instagram for the past month, so uh, no one can complain there. <laughs> I've been very active on Instagram. Uh, well, at maybe... this point, everything we post over on the Facebook group gets posted over on Instagram, too. So you, no matter what side you prefer, you catch just about everything. Mm. 
there's a few slight differences that I, I purposely try to do. So like there's a few things I try to keep it Facebook only. And then there's a few things I keep Instagram only. So, you know, so if you prefer one over the, over the other, you might get a perk, but you also might miss out on, on one of them. Yeah, that's good reason to do both. Yeah. All right. So, Mike, man, that wraps it up, man. And uh, I want to tell everybody, just stay dangerous. Have a great night, everybody. Good night, y'all.